0: Hi everyone, this is KK Downing of KK's Priest and you're watching CMS TV.
1: Chris Aiken presents, and I, of course, am Chris Aiken. And uh, today on the show, we are going to be speaking with a guy that I can't believe somehow. I have not spoken to, being that he's in one of my favorite bands and a band that I think I have known every member of at some point. Uh, the band, of course, is the Dead Daisies. They have lots of news, including a best of, which comes out on August the eighteenth, and uh, a new old new singer uh, coming back to the band and a new bassist and everything else. But here to talk all about it is the main man himself from the da- the Dead Daisies, Mister David Lowy. David, how are you, man?
0: I'm good, Chris very good how are you
1: i'm good man it's great to talk to you and um you know like i said in the intro man it's amazing i've never connected with you i mean i i've known doug forever i knew marco mendoza forever and dean forever yeah. i wrote yeah. a book about karabi's time in in motley <laughs> crew and i've known john right. forever it's amazing yeah. you and i have not connected but glad we are yeah. now man here we are <laughs> absolutely well, man, let's talk mm. about Dead Daisies. Obviously, it's a sure. uh, it's a big news time for the band. Um, mm. Mm. the the sure, biggest news, sure. of course, being Karabi coming back, uh, Glenn Hughes mm. leaving. So, why don't we start mm. there with um, for what sure. happened? What happened with Glenn, yeah. and how does John come back to the band?
0: Okay, I mean, look, the thing about the Dead Daisies is that uh, we have had uh, a number of people come and go in the band, sure. but. Uh, I always, uh, I, I sort of knew it was going to be like that because when we, when we first got together, it wasn't like we were a bunch of 20 20 year olds starting out pooling 1500 bucks and then trying to make a go of it. Everybody sure. was already, uh, had, um, had careers, had done many, many different things musically and were very well established. And, um my arrangements with uh with the people who have been in the band because all of them didn't want to do just one thing they all had other things that they liked to do from time to time and they've that and and i said sure that that's fine with me because i also have other things to do it's it's uh it's got its pluses and its minuses uh it's you know ideally if you could have the same bunch of guys together the whole time it would be great um but just the circumstances such it didn't work that way the plus side is that uh you get a lot of different influences um and you and you and you can and you grow from that as well and uh i think we've had the same theme the same style of music's been running through the band the whole time but but it's 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 grown and it's been been a journey and with glenn um before he joined us uh he was doing his solo thing for quite a while and 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 he said look i you know i don't want to I still want to do my solo thing. I do want to do another, um, another, um, BCC album. And I've been thinking about doing that. He said, so look on that basis, let's, let's spend a few years together. And, and then if I want to do something else, you gotta, you gotta let me go and do that. I said, for sure. It's in a similar way. I knew when, uh, you know, through, through a, a set of, uh, serendipity circumstances, when, when, um, when um richard Fortas and dizzy reed joined us in two, 2014 i think it was sure. i knew it, i knew it wasn't going to be forever because it was just a matter of time in my mind that the original um guns and roses would get back together and of course dizzy and richard w- would go and, and do that but sure. i said great i mean i get the opportunity to to work and play and learn from these guys and m- maybe it's not forever but let's let's make the most of it while we can so and fortunately through Richard I met Doug which okay. has been another great influence for me so um but you know it is the dead days these there people have come and gone and, and when when John left in 2018 um he also said look you know I when I, John joined us, he's I've got a solo career I want to keep keep that going and we were so busy uh in 2017 and 18 particularly uh came to the end of the year john said listen i i need to do my own thing again you got you know i said "And I, and that's always been my arrangement with with the guys that if you if you feel like you you've got to go and do your thing go with my blessing because the worst thing you can have is people who don't who who, 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 who they love being there but they also want to do other things as sure. well so that's really the that that's really the the genesis of the dead daisies and as i said it, it it's actually it's it's uh, the negative. The fans don't like it. I know that, but it's out of my control. And and uh, you know we've got to work. We've got to make the most of what we can work with. And I was just very. I was happy that when Glenn uh, told me wanted to go and do the BCC um, album and do some do do the fiftieth anniversary of Burn, I was really you know chatted with John. And he said, yeah, I've been doing my own thing for a couple of years now, and I've enjoyed it and and happy to come back and uh, providing I can also still do my own shows as well. I said, yeah, great. Because uh, yeah, it's important that, the, that, that, that everybody feels uh, creatively uh, satisfied and sure. motivated. So that's really a bit of a history of, of how the bands worked and an explanation of John and um, <clears throat> Glenn. Glenn. Right. Well, yeah. and, and I, and I
1: will tell you just as a fan The change from John was a big shake and and it, and really not only because I'm a fan, but because it seemed like you guys were right on the cusp of breaking into that next tier, you know, musically. And it just seemed like it just stopped. And and again, Glenn is a legend. He's a hall of famer. He's an absolute legend, but it really felt like you were starting over to a fan. Did it feel that way to you?
0: in a sense yes i did feel that uh i did feel that it was you know we we were on the cusp we were doing really well we're playing to really good crowds in europe in our own shows the crowds were were growing every time and and it felt really good but um i i think looking back um maybe we should have done fewer shows in 17 and 18 because I, i think and we and we I mean I, I like to work hard everybody likes to work hard but sure. the, not only were we doing the shows we we did um you know we did things like before most of the shows the first 100 fans that that turned up we let them in early and we played a whole acoustic set on the floor of the of the club <laughs> before and so we were actually we were playing 5 6 nights a week and there was two gigs right and, it, and, as I said before, we're, we're not twenty year olds right so i i, I think it got a bit much for John. I know it was uh, uh and he needed to do something else and but you're right we were we were on the cusp it 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 once had set us back, but okay, you know right. this is a, not a perfect world unfortunately, right
1: i, I I'm curious about the Glen era of the band, and I won't focus on that, obviously, but um yeah. I felt personally, and I think a lot of fans felt this, and I'm sure you, yeah. maybe you felt this way too, the Glenn era, if you did the Glenn era for now till the next three years, I think it would have been more successful or more well-received, but I thought that the pandemic really killed it because you guys just oh, yeah. didn't have the opportunities yes. to get yeah. out there and play, yeah. and you know, yeah. live stream stuff yeah. is just not as good as no. in no. person. No. So how do no. you feel about that era of the band? Do you feel like it didn't, get off the ground like it should have
0: well we didn't have the opportunity and um and we st- and and stalled is the wrong word but I mean everybody was stuck for a period everybody sure. was stuck and we was we were stuck at not a at, at not an ideal time for the band you're 100 percent right we just finished the uh the album and um ready to tour and then suddenly COVID comes and uh and then we couldn't tour it was it was it, it was hard to get going i th- i think we did the first tour in july 2021 and you know, it was a, almost two years since we we'd done the album we hadn't played much together we had hadn't been able to spend time together you could you know we couldn't travel and um yeah it was a, it was a it very COVID came at a, a very inopportune time for us and it, it did it definitely impacted us definitely impacted us sure
1: well, well, David, let's let's talk about you for a second cuz you are kind yeah. of the mystery man of the band. There's a yeah. zillion things that are said about you. There's <laughs> there's everything from he's the billionaire financier to yeah. he's the guy that wanted to be a rock star and bought himself yeah. a toy. You know, yeah. there's there's all yeah. these things about you. Yeah. So yeah. why don't we just break that down? Tell us who you, you. are. How yeah. you came into making the the money that you've made and how yeah. you use it i guess to get into the world of rock and roll
0: well look from, from my, my musical background i learned piano as a child okay uh my mother played piano i was always very much influenced uh, always around music uh, my mother played piano i learned piano as a child uh and i loved music um i i did have uh a uh garage band as a teenager i actually played bass and then uh and then you know i was uh, my 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 family's in business my father's in business and he very much wanted me to join him sure. and i wanted to join him as well and and you know i, I finished school went to university worked very hard in a, in 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 a large public company for an extended period of time and i was just simply wasn't able to uh to um you know to to, to play music sure. i don't know whether i would have been more successful or less successful at it had i had i had i um started earlier but in a way um you know sort of live my life in reverse most people do it first and then they go right. out and get and do and do the things I've, I've been able to do it the other way around and um i have uh you know i've learned a lot from um the guys i've played with um i work i practice very hard i practice a lot it's not sure. easy to uh and it's in terms of uh you know the the structure of the industry today. It, you can, uh, uh, you know, one of the one of the pluses of the technology today. It, if you wind the clock back thirty years ago, you, you needed to be a very big record company to make a band, and you sure. need to have that whole machinery and everything. And t- today, you know, there's, you make it in your in your bedroom, so <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't take the 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 amount of working capital that it used to used to take to put it together. So um, you know, just took the opportunity to, uh, I always wanted to do it. I changed my career about 20 years ago, um, where I was able to, uh, give myself the time to do the things that I wanted to do. And, uh, one of them was to play music and I, j- this all just happened by chance. I, okay. I, <laughs> I had, uh, um, um, I, uh, I, I was walking past a guitar shop in, in, in Sydney, in, uh, it was in 1999, it was just before the the, the um, millennium and uh, out the corner of my eye, no, I noticed a guitar in a window of a music shop. I said, like, jeez. It all, suddenly all came back to me right. and when, when I was a teenager, I couldn't go in and just buy a guitar. Right. Uh, but, to, but in 1999, I could. I'd already been working <laughs> for 20 odd years and right. uh, so I w- went in the shop, bought the guitar, took it home. Wasn't YouTube then? I don't think, but I got a book, How to Play Guitar. And I started to teach myself, and uh, and then at the, the I, I had a, a party on the on New Year's Eve on the Millennium. New Year's Eve is okay. also my birthday, and I asked the band, "Can I play a couple of the cover band I had?" I asked them, "Can I play a couple of songs with you?" And they said, "Well, can you play?" I said, "Well, I'm just sort of starting out." But they said, "Do a rehearsal with us, and if you can, we'll let you play a couple of okay. songs." And they did. And I did play a couple of songs, and it, I said, "This is great. I'm going to do this. I'm really going to do this because sure. I I love playing music as a, as a as a child, like playing piano, and then it had 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 this garage band. I said, "Well, I'm going to do it," and I started out. I had a I had a put a cover band together, play played you know parties, bar mitzvahs, weddings, you name it. We did it. Right. And I had a, I had a, had a chance meeting with um. Uh, a real rock and roll legend uh, in australia a man by the name of doc neeson who was okay. the lead singer of a band called the angels
1: yeah, yeah and
0: uh we played a couple of angels covers in the in the cover band doc said to me i'll come and sing with you one night so he did right and we struck up a friendship and then then we we decided to see if we could write some songs together and that's how the band red phoenix came about um so and then from red duck was what wasn't a well man we couldn't actually tour very much and uh so we we did the album put it out did a couple of shows i really enjoyed it but then he he, he couldn't tour and after that i put another band together we did one album was had very modest success and uh you know as time went by and then you meet different people along the way and sure. i met david edwards who's the who's, the, who's our manager of their daisies and he mm-hmm. introduced me to john stevens um right. it was the first singer, so it's it was never anything planned okay it was never it didn't it wasn't something I thought well, i I'm gonna go and start a rock and roll band and uh it just it just all happened you know o- often often that's the best way things happen and then along the way, I met all these different people, and uh i mean i from my business background, I've got organisational ability, sure, and I've and I've got management ability, organisational ability. I have resources, and I've got a lot of passion to play, and I love playing, and I, I love being in the band, and I love, I love the creation of writing and recording. And um, so it's 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 about passion more than anything else, but utilising the skill set that I have and the resources that are available to me to try and make this thing happen. Right. So that that's really it, it, there was never any grand plan, and um, all of, I've read all the things that are said and all the things that are written, and you can say yes to all of them. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not denying any of it. Right. Yes to yes to all of it. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to do it? Yeah. Of
1: course, it's, yeah. It's I, uh,
0: it's it's an unbelievable uh, experience to have in life. Life's for living, and. Um, it's got its ups and downs it, it might, from the outside. It might look all great, but we all know nothing is all great. Are you sure that the, the tip of the tip of the spear is unbelievably good, but there's a lot of things not good about it. <laughs> and from an industry point of view, it's that, I mean, I've been involved in a lot of different businesses. It is by, by far the hardest business I've ever, ever participated in. It's got the, it's got the, it's, it's a very low margin, which is not a good thing and sure. very high risk. And a high risk, so you put those two things together. It's not a fun business. So, right. but I'm passionate about music and I love playing and love being in a band and I really enjoy it most of the time. Some of the time, it's it, it, some of the time, it's it's difficult, like every, like everything. And a tour touring touring is really hard work. Oh yeah, and I, and I still have it, I do a day job while I'm on the road as well. So that's that's really the story. But okay. yeah, I've read it, heard it, and and it's all true.
1: Sure. Let me ask you about the industry real quick, because yeah. I, I, I mean, I've, I'm i certainly not at the level you are, but I've been in the industry for about 30 yeah. years myself. And if I know anything, yeah. the industry yeah. would look at a guy like you yeah. with their, with the fangs out, you know, yeah. they're looking to take a bite of you. And I yeah. You know, it's just the way this industry is. It's got the lowest bar yeah. of ethical yeah. people of any industry. Yeah. <laughs> with that said, how have you yeah. been able to avoid those people and keep your your organization as the Dead Daisies, you know, intact, and especially with a lot of changeover, without getting that element somehow wedged into it?
0: Well, I think I've got, um, you know, got a lot of faith in, in, the mani- in, in the management of the band. I okay. don't do any of the management okay I just none of it i don't want to do any of it and uh but I but uh we've got a good a good team working with the band and and uh as i said i just it, it, look every business is difficult the fangs are out everywhere not only in the music business. Sure. and i i didn't get where i got to by not being able to to uh, handle those type of issues sure, along sure. the way but uh yeah it is it is but it is a, a very very tough game it's, it's, um, it's hard and the people in it are very passionate about it, which is a good thing, which is a good thing.
1: Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, David, let's take a little bit of break here. We're going to give people a, a, a slice of the dead daisies to, uh, to remind them what you guys have done in the past. Then we'll talk about the best of next. Um, uh, sure. you guys had this video for a long way to go, which is a great song and a great video. Uh, tell us a little bit about this one to lead into it.
0: Well, a long way to go. Um, we, were, I remember sitting in the studio with, uh, with, with. Actually, the, I, I got, I started the riff. We were just sitting in a uh, dressing room before we were about to go on somewhere, and I, this riff sort of came to, me and I played it to the guys, and, and they liked it, and uh, so it so said, let's try and build a song around it. I mean, all the songs that we've done in the Dead Daisies have basically been collaborative effort. <clears throat> we get around the room and play something to each other and see, see if we can develop it. But um, I developed the riff and the, the basis of the song. We're sitting together with the, in the studio, and John says, "Well, what's this song about?" Um, I said, "Well, to me, I've got a long way to go and no time to get there." Okay. <laughs> and that's he says that ah, that's that's it. That's the song. And so he took he took that idea with the song and put the lyrics together for it. So. And that's how it feels to me because I do have a lot of things to do. I, it's a and, and, and the music business—you do have a long way to go, and I don't have that much time to get there. So, <laughs> it's so it's that's how I was feeling that day, and um, and that's how that song came about.
1: All right, well, let's check it out right now. It is a long way to go. It is the Dead Daisies right here on Chris Aiken presents. Right in the air, we're upside down. and bombs blow. long way to go from the dead daisies we are talking with uh the the leader of the band so to speak or maybe not maybe just one of the guys in the band as he was just explaining to us mr david lowey and david uh the the other big news in the band other than um karabi coming back and michael devin joining the band yeah. is that you guys are putting out your first retrospective, the the decade or a decade of rock, yeah. uh, yeah. you know, two was a double CD and vinyls and yeah. all that, all yeah. that good yeah. stuff, uh, comes out August the 18th, I believe. Uh, yeah. tell us a little bit about, about this uh, collection and how the songs were chosen.
0: Well, look, you know, this is uh we've done in the 10 years, six studio albums, um, which, uh, I think, you know, is a lot Today to do that yeah. much in that period of time, um, and I felt that you know ten years it's a it's it's a long time a lot of hard work's gone into it a lot of a lot of uh, uh, creativity by a lot of people and uh, we thought it'd be it'd be a good time to put out uh, a best of um, and it actually does track the 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 uh, the growth of the band really well if you if you it, when when you play it through and you you listen to it all um you can hear the chat the changes that it's it's got one theme running through it but but you can hear hear the changes as the, at, you know through 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 the years which is which is what you would expect so uh yeah we thought it'd be a good idea to put it out and some of the songs we uh you know a couple of songs from the very first album that that, that we did together so um yeah uh, a retrospective if you like
1: sure absolutely is it is it at with the way the industry is right now, what is the what is the impetus behind putting it out there? Is it just to give people that haven't discovered one or two of the records gives them just kind of here's what we do, and they can listen and then go back to whatever Spotify or whatever and and listen back to the full albums? Or
0: I think it's for it's for new fans, it's for old fans who, who want to who who want to have uh, you know, also a lot of people have been with us for a long time sure. and, and they've been on this journey with us. And so it's also for them as well. Um, and also for new fans to, to hear, uh, you know, to hear the progression of the band over time. But as I said, look, um, it was also a, a management decision to, to put it out. Okay. Um, and, and, and they thought it'd be a good thing to do good for the band, good for the fans, uh, good for, for, um, for our, um, Profile and everything else, and so so that's as I said, I don't get involved in the in the, in the management decisions <laughs> right. if, because I, they know I don't know anything about it. Right? Okay. <laughs> they know they know about it. I trust them, and they said it's a good time to do this. We should do it, um, and it's it's a good it's good from every perspective from the old fans, from the new fans. Good for you guys and. And also lead in with uh, with with uh, with John coming back in the band as well.
1: Sure. Now I know there's two unreleased tracks which I have not heard yet. Um, yeah. Are they old tracks? Are they new new things that you did when John John came back? What What are these tracks?
0: It's a surprise. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> Fair it's enough. Surprise. It's a surprise, but uh, yeah, I'd like to keep it a surprise. I don't know if we put anything out about it yet, but. Uh, yeah
1: nothing i've seen <laughs> yeah very good well well um david obviously man um you guys are getting ready to play some shows both yeah. here and and there you know over yeah. Uh, yeah. across the pond as well yeah. so t- talk yeah. all about um what is up for let's say the next 12 months of the dead daisies
0: well we are touring uh in uh, starting the end of uh, the end of uh, august we start a tour uh in a couple of um shows on the east coast and then we go all up through canada and then come down through uh north north west us and uh finish up in in la so it's uh it's not a very long tour it's about three weeks but there's a lot of shows. Okay, uh, and then and then we're planning to uh in uh october we're going to japan a couple of dates in japan and then uh, in november we'll be in europe um in uh, Northern Europe, and then in December we'll be in Southern Europe, and w- the the next six months following is just we're, we're working on that right now. We've got a lot of festivals that um, are asking us to play it next year, uh, okay. both in Europe and the U.S. So we are uh, we're, we're plotting our course, so to speak. Uh, uh, absolutely, right now, yeah.
1: Dude, is it crazy to put an expectation on a new record from the band in say mid twenty twenty four?
0: Well, you know, I don't want to – we have not made a decision to do that, but these things, you know, they, 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 uh, they, uh, they work themselves through. Right. And uh, typically what happens when you go on the road, what's happened with us every time, we, you know, the, you, there's a lot of sitting around in rock and roll, as right. everyone will tell you. <laughs> and when you're sitting around and you've got a guitar – you're sitting around as a band in a band room and you've got your guitars in your hands – Typically, uh, you, you get some creativity at the same time. So we'll see what comes out from these tours, see what we come up with, see, see how we feel. And, uh, and, uh, we'll take it from there.
1: Excellent. I uh, let me ask you just one, one question, one more question about finance yeah. businessy type stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, sure. you toured with kiss, obviously, yes. and, uh, you know, Gene Simmons is probably the closest people could come to finding a copy of you in the sense that he's both a ungodly successful business person as well as a very successful musician yeah how did he treat you did he treat you as a mentor did he treat you as an opening band maybe a little of both maybe you didn't even interact with him i don't even know but i'm curious how he would treat somebody that has had success outside of just musical success
0: well, um, I did uh, look often when you open for other bands. We, we've opened for many big bands to it. Sometimes you never even meet the other guys. Sure. Sometime, sometimes, sometimes uh, they've got things to do. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got things to do. And um, um, but with uh, with Gene, I actually had a, a a good relationship with him and and a, a friendship with him. But it really comes about because our backgrounds are very similar um my father's a holocaust survivor oh wow uh, and so is his mother and they come from the same part of the world from 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 east hungary Czechs are like Hungary. Right. and um so we already had uh, uh and and gene was uh, born in israel my father spent a lot of time actually lives there now and uh so uh and he's a very keen businessman uh we're not similar because he is he is a i would like to have his music musical success <laughs> uh, but i started much later than he did so um but uh yeah he, he there, there's there's uh as far as business people in the music industry i he's uh he's right up that he's right up there at the top he's a very very sharp businessman outstanding marketer and he, he's a he's a he's a great guy and we did we did spend quite a bit of time together and touring together. And I, you know, I try and learn from all the people I'm around and learn as much as I can about the things that I'm doing. You know, I I, I often say this, I like to stand on the shoulders of giants and he is certainly a giant. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I've got got a lot of respect for Gene and Paul. Both of them look very good to us.
1: Sure. Um, Are are you just as a music fan, are you sad to see them winding it down?
0: Yeah, look, um, I'm sad to see a lot of them winding down, but uh, I, I think the wind down is going to be slower than you really think. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's I like think,
1: five years and, and counting at this point.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to be slow. They'll do it as long as they can do it. And uh, they love it. They really do. I'm, uh, I've never seen a band work as hard as those guys. Sure. They they work really hard. They do put on an acoustic show before the show. And um, it's uh, – it's, uh, it's something it's, it's a mach- It's very impressive to see very dedicated guys.
1: Absolutely. Well, another thing that's impressive to see is the dead Daisies. You guys are always putting out quality material. Obviously Thank there's you. new quality material coming August the 18th. Uh, the best of, let me put it back on the screen so people can see it. Best of on August the 18th. And, uh, David, where should we tell people to go to follow you guys and get tour dates and all that good
0: stuff? Thedeaddaisies.com
1: Okay. It's
0: all there. There, it's there you there go. Jazies.com. Easy
1: enough. Yeah. All right, David. Well, I guess what we'll do is we'll wrap this one up with um with the video for Mexico, which is another great video and another yeah. another definitely a definitely a sex drugs and rock and roll video from you yeah. guys. Uh, yeah. So wh- why don't you tell us about this one to wrap it up?
0: Okay. Actually, sex. We, we, uh, people asked me about uh, you know what's it like playing in a band, and I said this band is 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 rock and roll light. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll without the sex and drugs. So, <laughs> <laughs> rock and roll, like uh, the video of Mexico, um, came about. Uh, we were thinking about you know how, how best would you put this thing together and put a video together. And um, the creative people on the management side said, "Let's let's let's do something as if we were in Tijuana." Right, and uh, that's where the idea came about. And we actually um, uh, filmed it. Uh, Yeah, we filmed it in LA somewhere in a club in LA. But that was the that was the scene behind it. It's about Mexico. It's about it's about um, being in a bar. You know, typically what you do in Tijuana.
1: Right. Very good. Well, let's check it out right now. This is Mexico from the Dead Daisies and David Lowy Thanks so much for
0: joining me here on Chris Zaker presents. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Great to be with you.